0: Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and Reed. Check this out. This is the Riffin' Reed. Featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about- now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Riffin' Reed. <laughs> Theme from NYPD Blue, and it indeed was an outstanding day of back to back, belly to belly arrests that were made as a result of crimes committed down in the armpit of the cesspool of crime, the belly of the beast, subways of New York City that are getting worse and worse and worse. It was a direct result. ...of what they call the NYPD surge in the subways... ...that was created back on October 22nd... ...just days before the general election... ...you may have remembered for governor... Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb was failing... ...failing and falling quickly... ...in the polls, it was neck and neck with Congressman Lee Zeldin... ...who was writing a law and order single issue to what appeared to be an upset and becoming a law and order governor. Now that you look back at it, how desperately we need that now. But Kathy, Crime Wave Holcomb, hooked up with Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, and she said, Eric, I want to give you money out of the state. I don't know where we're going to get it from, but I'm going to give it to you in advance. To hell or what the state controller says, Tom DiNapoli, we don't do this, I may have to all of a sudden look for a job in the private sector. And I've never worked in the private sector. So I'm giving you an additional 1,200 overtime shifts per day that the state is going to reimburse the city for to have cops in the subways. And we saw the results of that surge on the final day. I told you the overtime, all that money, canceled as of June 20th. But four transit cops, who are part of a team that goes out there each and every day. They're plainclothes unit. They're not in uniform. All of a sudden nabbed the killer who had jumped a turnstile Monday and then turned around hours later and collared... A slasher who had slashed three women in the subway. Let me first start with the heroes of the NYPD. Look, they're all heroes. They deserve our recognition and attention because they've been handcuffed by our state legislature, handcuffed by the DAs, handcuffed by our mayor, not permitted to go out and do their jobs the way they were trained. But these four plainclothes cops, officers Ivan Nunes, Jasmine Roman, Bonnie Wong and their sergeant, Clyde Jasmine. They spotted the suspect, Claude White, a homeless man who had stabbed a guy on the subway to death Saturday. Hopping over the turnstile at the Lexington Avenue station at 125th Street, the 4, 5, or 6 dope fiend hell over there as you go upstairs near the old path mark and you see them all strung out fentanyl heroin it's like uh, dawn of the dead zombies and they hop in and out of the subway system like they own it it's the irish sweepstakes luckily in this case they nabbed the killer And the eagle-eyes cops recognized him from a department-wanted poster and had him in cuffs by 10.40 a.m. That was great. Now you say to yourself, who is this person that they grabbed and charged with this heinous crime? Well, you're looking at a guy named White. guy named White, 33-year-old homeless guy. Charged with murder, killing Bronx resident Tavon Silva, who cops say he attacked after the two argued on a southbound number four train as it pulled into the 14th Street Union Square station in Manhattan. Meantime, you have to look at the rap sheet of this guy, White, because it wasn't his first, um, his first attempt to prove that he was an enemy of society. He had been previously locked up six times, including in a June arrest for trying to rob a Manhattan bank by passing a note to the teller demanding money. Gets arrested, turned in, and what does Alvin Bragg's CA's office do? Turn them loose, like they have so many times before. Well, anyway, these four plainclothes cops, Officer Ivan Nunez, Jasmine Roman, Boney Wong, and their Sergeant Clyde Jasmine, are back at it 24 hours later. The same team of cops were on East Harlem Street when they spotted Kamel Rideout, 20-year-old thug who had slashed three random women in Manhattan over the weekend. When he was arrested, Rideout was standing on the corner of East 122nd Street and 2nd Avenue, eating a bag of chips he bought from a bodega after being thrown off of an MTA bus for what? Fair evasion. It happens over and over. So let's look at this mutton scale. Let's look at what he was charged with, right out. Charged with three counts of felony assault for slicing the three women, one of whom was cut so badly she needed a tourniquet to stem the bleeding before she was taken to Bellevue Hospital. Let's look at Rideout's rap sheet. It includes a past charge of attempted rape, assault, and criminal mischief Andy has a history of mental illness. Are we shocked? Are we surprised, ladies and gentlemen? All these emotionally disturbed persons roaming the streets who need to be in Kirby's Psychiatric. Right there on Randall's Island, you see the white, huge towers, 70% empty. It's a state-run facility. Kirby Psychiatric for the Criminally Insane. Why are 70% of the rooms empty? Asked Kathy Crimewave Holcomb. They should be filled to capacity with all those who have committed crimes, who are in previous occasions uh, when they were brought in by the police for a psychiatric observation, proved to be criminally insane, and then cut loose by Alvin Bragg or other DAs. And in this particular case, clearly this guy belongs, if not in jail upstate at Kirby Psychiatric. And, uh, well, <laughs> the transit police use these two uh, series of arrests, back-to-back and belly-to-belly, to highlight what they claim has been the benefit of the additional overtime ordered by Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb to save her failing campaign back on October 27th of 2022. And it was just days before the election. She was fading fast. And this, this rescued her from what would have been a certain loss. And, oh God, we certainly need Congressman Lee Zeldin to become the law and order governor. But they were touting it. They said, hey, look, because of this surge, we've had a 52% increase in arrests, 57% increase in summonses, 64% boost in quality of life tickets, and 143% increase in fair evasion summonses so far this year compared to the same period in 2022. What they didn't tell you is that the overtime was over as of yesterday, as I had warned you weeks and weeks ago. The two, the three shifts of extra overtime that some of these cops would have to do on a regular basis, and it was being enforced by the department at the highest levels Dude, the Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb funding it to get re-elected. Although Tom DiNapoli, the state controller, said, where the hell are you getting the money from? She said, Tom, don't worry about it. Let me get elected first, then we'll figure this out. We'll use mathematical technology, which she's used. But let me focus on the plainclothes cops again. Officer Ivan Nunes, Jasmine Roman, Bonnie Wong, and then Sergeant Clyde Jasmine. Look. There are a lot of other cops out there doing their job every day. They're going into the belly of the beast. Every day they go into the slime and grime of the subways. We were told back when Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens, you remember he went to give a speech uh, about anti-Semitism in Athens, Greece, and then he said he'd have to take three days to go to, uh, what was that, uh, Bahrain? Dubai, one of those uh, fake, phony, fraudulent Persian Gulf uh, Empire states, to learn how the security is run for World Cup. Even though we'll never have a World Cup here, the World Cup games that will be played are at MetLife Stadium. Last time I looked, at Jersey. That was an excuse. But right before he had left. He had this huge press conference with a phalanx of people, sickle toadies and lackeys, zombies behind him. Why they need all these people when they have a press conference when generally it's one, two, maybe three people who speak because they want to show they're rolling strong. And he swore that there would be mental health teams patrolling with police officers in the subways. He swore that they would be removing the homeless and bringing them to shelters. Eric Adams swore that they would take the emotionally disturbed persons for psychiatric observations and then they would find room in the state psychiatric facilities that are 70% empty. None of that has happened. Nobody is calling on him and saying, Hey, Eric Adams, another press conference. You sold everybody wolf tickets. And meantime, trying to crawl out of his hole out in Southampton and try to revive his failed career as governor, Andrew Ivelace Como will not answer the question that I and a few others have posed. Andrew, ascendeme to do siu facin? Like your father Mario, you are. But when you first were elected as governor of in Albany, there were 30,000 beds dedicated in psychiatric facilities around the state of New York for the care of these emotionally disturbed persons. By the time you uh, left of your own accord, you said, or were forced out, or whatever whatever revisionism you want to believe, there were only 3,000 beds. Why the hell are there not those 27,000 additional beds to care for those who were in desperate need of mental health care, who, if left alone to their own means, on the subways, in the streets, in the parks, are a danger to themselves and everyone else and the bottom line is they just don't care eric adams doesn't care kathy crime wave holcomb doesn't care Andrew we cuomo doesn't care because they don't have their boots on their ground they don't have their finger on the pulse of the peeps the people of new york city who have not come back who are vacating this city As fright leads to continued fleeing of what's taking place in the mass exodus to Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Texas, and Tennessee. You're all, Udi's To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Slewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read.
1: When Jesus war, when Jesus she is away. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day.
0: can't escape going back Sunday afternoon, Father's Day, to the Black Baptist Church on Flatbush Avenue for a speech that Eric Adams gave in a $5,000 customized suit of which she has so many due to the generosity of his former chief of staff, Frank Caron, that crook who gave him $350,000 in cash to satisfy his haberdashery needs. But I digress. Earlier today, Lou, you saw Rabbi Joe Potashnik here, and he was doing some um, broadcasting, along with his partner, the Reverend A.R. Bernard. It's the Rev. and the Rabbi show on Sunday mornings at 6, 6 to 7. And I confronted both of them, and I said, Oh, you're going to discuss Eric Adams claiming that God on four separate occasions spoke to him and told him to be mayor of the city of New York that he would 30 years before and uh, told him exactly what to do when he became mayor. Are you going to discuss that? And Rabbi Joe said, well, maybe next week. These two guys collectively. A uh, hermetically sealed their lips to the tuchus of Eric Adams all during the campaign. Never had me on. Not once. This was the House of Sliwa when I left to run for mayor. And they gave me ugats Because, let's face it, they want to be in the favor of the mayor. Even though, if they were honest, they'd say he's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But let's go back and let's listen to his recantations. About how God has chosen him to lead us to the promised land.
1: I would not be the mayor of the city of New York if it wasn't that God saw something in me. I am the most imperfect, most perfectly imperfect human being. I am here not because I'm the smartest, not because I'm the brightest, I'm here. Because in all my heart, I believe that it's the Esther 4 and 14th moment. God made me for such a time like this.
0: Okay. Uh, and then he went further on Sunday in front of an adoring crowd of holy rollers. In that black Baptist church, he revealed when God first spoke to him, which was 30 years ago.
1: 30-something years ago, I woke up out of my sleep in a cold sweat. God spoke to my heart and said, you are going to be the man January 1st, 2022. And the message was, God stated, you cannot be silent. You must tell everyone you know. Because it's a Judges 7, verse 2 through 7 moment. Because when you win the battle, I don't want you to think that you won on your own. And I don't want people to think that you won because of you, who you are.
0: Amen. Wow, he's got his verses all tightened up. And then Eric Adams went on to once again embellish the fact that God had made him for this time in the life of of the city of New York.
1: And this is an Esther 4 and 14th moment. God made me for such a time like this. God took the most perfectly imperfect person and brought him to a level of being the most powerful mayor in the the city of New York.
0: Now, uh, Lou and Justin, there's three possibilities for this. I, I dwelled upon it a great deal while roaming around Times Square last night looking how this mayor has decided to become the black Moses for all the illegal aliens at our taxpayers' expense as he is destroying our city. And I said, could it be schizophrenia? I deal with uh, homeless, emotionally disturbed persons. There are five levels of schizophrenia. One level is uh, people who come to me and say, "God, uh, Curtis, God told me to do this. You know, God spoke to me. I, I, I talked to God. Let's listen further to see maybe it's that or maybe it's other reasons.
1: And as I move closer and closer, God said, "Write in your journal, everything that you see that needs to be fixed in the city. And every night before going to bed, I make another entry in my journal.
0: Do we really believe that after coming out of the Club Zero bond, Whatever happens in this private club stays in the private club. It's a club of decadence, debauchery, folks are doing cocaine, they are doing everything illegally. That all of a sudden, uh, that Eric Adams comes down the steps of the Club Zero Bond, gets into the SUV with a police uh, intel division where God is waiting for him and saying, I forgive you for your ungodly behavior. Do we really believe that and that God... Told him to write down things in his journal that he was actually on his hands and knees saying his bedtime prayers before he went to sleep. Lou, having hung around the band in mid-Hudson Valley at a time when there was a great deal of experimentation with hallucinogens, psilocybins, mushrooms, LSD, There is that point uh, when you use those uh, hallucinogens, those psychotropic drugs that you do hallucinate, Lou. Would you you acknowledge that? Would you say, yes, God, you're shaking your head, yep. That's true. No doubt about it. Even the burned-out hippies who used to drop acid every day, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck on that litmus paper. I remember them doing it in high school and tripping out. Man, they would have said, This guy is really tripping. What kind of stuff has he been taking, man? I want some of that. But wait, wait, it didn't end there, did it, Lou? And let me tell you
1: what happened a couple of months ago. The same message I got. Thirty years ago, a few months ago, I woke up, same same state. God said, Talk about God. Mm. And I started to say, don't tell me about such separation of church and state.
0: So let me get this straight, Justin. Uh, God spoke to Eric Adams 30 years before and told him on January 1st, 2020, he would be the mayor of the city of New York. He was a cop at that time. Rudy was running against uh, David Dinkins. And actually, for a brief period, Eric Adams was a Republican uh, supporting uh, Rudy Giuliani until he flipped the script. Because he couldn't get no, uh, couldn't get no uh, solid favors from uh, Rudy Giuliani, who knew that this guy was a fugazi. And we're to believe that God returned after 30-year hiatus to talk to him again. Luke, could I hear that again? Because apparently God was on hiatus for 30 years. What he had told Eric Adams would happen, him becoming mayor on January 1st, 2022, did occur. But he decided to come again and speak to Eric when he was maybe sleeping for two or three hours after getting home from the Club Zero bond. God only knows what acid he was tripping on.
1: And Let me tell you what happened a couple of months ago. The same message I got 30 years ago. A few months ago, I woke up same, same state. God said, talk about God. And I started to say, don't tell me about separation of church and state.
0: Wow. God came back to him a second time, woke him up in his sleep, in his drug-induced psychosis. He was sweating again. Then God came to Eric Adams and told him that the media was out to destroy him. The media was out to destroy him.
1: And you saw what happened. You saw all the front pages in the, in the national stories. You know, how dare the most powerful mayor on the globe start talking about God? Because I don't care what anyone say. It's time to pray. It's time to pray.
0: Pray for all of us because they really should be sending. Really should be sending the white coats. I mean, remember when you, ran you remember this song, and Guys and Gals, we used to hear it, it on the old WABC, overtook? Spinning Stacks well, of Whack. you left me anyhow, and then the days got worse and worse, and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. Um they're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, ha-ha, to the funny farm, where life is beautiful all the
1: time and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white
0: coats and they're coming to take me away. <laughs> well, 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 well. See, he wouldn't do that for Eric Adams because he's the mayor. And a lot of people give him a pass for acting crazy. Now, there's no doubt Bill de Blasio was lazy and destroyed this city single-handedly in eight years. He and his wife, Charlene, stole one and a half billion dollars. And I and Nancy and the commission, uh, it's part of Sid's program in the morning. Bodito, Frank Morano said, we're doing the deep dive on that. They stole that money and the Democrats let them get away with it. And there's no doubt. Look at all the emotionally disturbed who weren't cared for because they stole the money. We'll get them. But de Blasio was lazy for eight years. Eric Adams is absolutely wigging out and crazy because he still keeps talking about how God comes back to him and speaks to him directly. The
1: same voice that brought me here is going to sustain me here. That is why I am what I am. And I walk in my power. I walk in my dorm.
0: And as a result, I'm thinking he is the most powerful mayor in the world. He also said he is the largest and greatest CEO in the world recently filled with godlike terminology.
1: I, I'm the CEO of the largest corporation in America, and my bald head earring wearing. Swagger is running this city my way. My way. That's swag. Yes,
0: sir. All right. Enough of the music here because his number one supporter here at WABC in perpetuity has been Peter King, former Republican uh, congressman from Long Island. He is definitely worn with pride. The badge that I have installed on him of being an Eric Adams Republican said to his credit earlier this morning, asked Peter King what he thought about Eric Adams and these godlike revelations. I know that uh, you sent me some messages over the last couple of months. You knew my relationship with Eric Adams, which is not as good as it used to be, to be completely honest. But I know you guys have also forged a friendship of sorts. When he said on Sunday on Father's Day that God told him he'd be mayor, friend or not, did you think he was crazy? Yes, sometimes <laughs> yes, I guess I really did. Uh, Lou, I gotta hear that again. So even Peter King, the last holdout here, the Eric Adams Republican, has said, without any hesitation, that Eric Adams is crazy. I know that uh, you sent me some messages over the last couple of months. You knew my relationship with Eric Adams, which is not as good as it used to be, to, to be completely honest. But I know you guys have also forged a friendship of sorts. When he said on Sunday, on Father's Day, that God told him he'd be mayor, friend or not, did you think he was crazy? Yes. I <laughs> time, yes, I guess. I really did. So the two men of God here who broadcast, the Reverend and the Rabbi, refuse to discuss it on their show. Cause let's be honest, Rabbi Joe and Reverend A. R. Bernard, they think that what Eric Adams said was crazy. They just won't say that because uh, their lips are hermetically sealed to his tookers. Peter King, you couldn't be any more loyal to Eric Adams and Eric Adams Republican has acknowledged that this mayor is crazy. So we've had 10 years of mayors destroying the city that we love. Eight years of Bill de Blasio lazy and two years of Eric Adams who is crazy. The Riffin' Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. does Steven Tyler, Curtis Lee, we have in common? Steven Tyler, who's been a hot mess with Aerosmith and then did this same jam with Run DMC. Remember, we were both born on March 26th. That's right, we're both Aries. And uh, Steven Tyler got kicked out of Roosevelt High School in Yonkers for smoking weed. Nowadays, they probably let him write a composition about that and... Uh, enable him to become a horticulturist, But uh, I got kicked out of high school by the Jesuits in Brooklyn Prep for defying the dress code, kicked to the curb, they shined their shoes on my backside, 1972, and I never looked back because I understood there are consequences for your actions. I don't know if Steven Tyler ever accepted that, but I certainly have. So enough. A former Yonkers resident, uh, Stephen Tyler. Today, I'm heading up to uh, help Anthony Morante, who is the Republican challenger to a dynasty that right now is led by mayor. He wants to be for life. Mike Spano came out of a large family of 16 siblings, same mother, same father. They were all Republicans. I remember them many years ago. But then all of a sudden, times changed, they said. Now, Westchester County is the bluest of all blue counties responsible for Kathy Crumwave Holcomb being the governor. They gave her a, a 20% plurality over Congressman Lee Zeldin. So Mike Spano became a Democrat. No problem with that. It's a lot of party changing, except he did so knowing there were term limits. And then he destroyed the term limits, like Michael Bloomberg did here in New York. He's going for a fourth term now. Uh, he's going for a fourth term because he can't leave. You know why he can't leave? Because 14 of his family members are on the payroll of the, the city of Yonkers, and it's costing the taxpayers there $2 million. And Spano didn't deny it. He goes, look, I, I got 14 family members. They're employed by the city. I got probably over 300 relatives that live right here in Yonkers. Look, I'm, uh, proud of the family. Family first. Yeah. At whose expense, Mike? And that's why it's time for Anthony Morante. I'll also be going up, passing through, uh, Nodine Hill, past Getty Square, some of the neighborhoods, uh, that I have knowledge of before I head off to the fundraiser for Anthony Morante. You want to, uh, join me there. Just go to his Facebook uh, page. He's got all the details for his run for office. But when you think it just had that Morris Street shooting then one on Livingston Street in May and another on Riverdale Avenue last Sunday that were gang-related, I think I can offer my services of forming a guardian angel patrol there in Yonkers where it's desperately needed. Republican candidate for Mayor Anthony Moranti said he would have us there. I don't think Mayor Mike Spano would have us there because I would have to be a member of his family to get anything in Yonkers.